All right, welcome in, boys. Episode five of Take It to the Bank. My name is Jay Paglia. You guys know that. I'm with Reed Cooper, my, my NASCAR partner in crime, as always. And it's another fucking week, Coop. Now, listen. If you just tailed the spreadsheet last weekend, I'd like to apologize in advance. Because we <laughs> the, spread, the spreadsheet, we got our dick kicked in. And we should not have done what we've done pre-flop, probably. That being said, if you were in the Sports Keg Discord, Coop gave out um, driver that wins stage one wins the race at 16 to 1. And if you watched the show on Sunday, we hit a parlay with Joey Logano. That was pretty solid. So all in all. Hold on. Hold on. Say that again. Say that again. What's that? There was no we. There was no we in that. It should have been I. Oh, oh, yeah. So I hit a parlay with Joey Logano. Um, that 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 was good. Uh, Coop didn't hear it. He got up to uh, go to the bathroom after stage one. Mistakes were made. Okay, I did. I I did say it. I did say it on the show. But I, you know, I could have waited until he was back in the chair. It happens. What are we gonna do? We're not gonna dwell on it. But I apologize if you did if you're not in our Discord and you didn't watch the show. I apologize that you dropped about four units on the website. But all in all, man, it was a really fucking good weekend. I mean, we made we made a lot of money. We did good. Coop, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. It's been a uh, an eventful day, I should say. Eventful day. I just lost five k, like yeah. three yeah. minutes ago. So yeah, and I got I gotta say thank you to uh, Bet Three Six Five and Bet Fred, your buddy, and uh, Caesars for not you know being able to pull the strings on you know those bets. Fucking Alabama, man. Uh, so uh, so so yeah. I mean, Gab, man, Gab, Gab put it in your he, back. He man. shit the bed hard. He really let he really let us down tonight. You know, he you did. think you think you know a guy, but. Clearly not. Clearly Do you think not. he's sleeping under the pier tonight? Yeah, I mean, he's giving out hand jobs like for weeks because he had a lot of money tied into Houston <laughs> and, and Alabama, so he he's he's in bad shape. But I'll take the loss tonight if we do what we do every week. This is the sixth week in a row we have we have made money in every Cup Series race this year. And uh, last week was Atlanta. What were your takeaways from Atlanta? Looking back on it, we should not have probably done what we have done pre-flop, right? I don't even remember what we did pre-flop because I just remember I hit Joey Logano sixteen to one. <laughs> we were we were on the Hendrick. We were on the Hendrick cars, and I. Think oh yeah, Hendrick and Bush. No, we yeah. weren't on Bush. <sighs> we shit the oh, bed. Yeah. yeah, we were on Bush. I don't know, but. You know, it, 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 it's it's kind of funny, man. I don't remember. I just remember Logano. And like before the show, you were telling me, yeah, you know, I just lost the 5K. But you know what? Come Sunday, we do right. I won't even remember it. And yeah. Like, I, I just proved that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so we, yeah, so. Yeah, uh, you're right. You're right. That The prop bet was what saved my butt um, last week. <clears throat> so, and then the people that followed along. 
but, you know, as far as the race goes, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's Atlanta. It's a super speedway. Um, you know, there wasn't much passing, to be quite honest with you. Like, we're at Daytona and Talladega. It's, you know, we used to see, like, the second or third place car, you know, uh, be in that right place. Joey had a great lap, man, and, uh, you know, took it, I think, from fourth or fifth to first. So, but those, they're, they're just so tough, man. And, you know, we struggled with them for a while, and now the luck's turned, fortunately, for us. So, um, but, you know, the key word I said there was luck, and that's really what it really comes down to. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, when we go over four on super speedways, like the last couple of years, it's just because it's, you have to be lucky. It's incredibly hard. We were fortunate last week. We were fortunate at Daytona with uh, Ricky Stenhouse at 40 to one. I mean, right. I mean, I, I lost it to Benedetto 66 to one on the last lap. We lost the Jones 50 to one on the you know last lap yep. or whatever. Yep. And we got this one back on the last lap, you know, so Man, That's I'll tell you, Penske, they, 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 they just have power, man. They just have the speed in that package to get out in front of everybody and not look back. Yeah, when, when, when tire wear is not involved. Right, right. So, so I'm excited for this week. It's our first short track of the year. You and I tend it's not to not a do short track, road course, man. Uh, road road course. course. I'm sorry, road course. That's all right. I understand you've lost 5K. You're flustered. That was uh, Phoenix was our first short track. But I'm excited, though, because we, we normally do very well on on these road courses. I think we won every race last year. So um, overall thoughts about Coda? Man, I don't know, man. You know, um, there's no there's no stages this year as far as the cautions go. So. It's not going to be, you know, what we had last year or the prior year. So this is the first time ever, ever betting on a, you know, stageless race, I should say. You know, um, they're still going to get the points and stuff like that. But like I said, the cautions are going to continue. And, uh, you know, that's the only way it's going to, you know, stop the race. So I think, you know, I expect there to be three or four cars that are really good. And then I expect there to be another three or four cars that are pretty good. And then there's the rest of the field, basically. And I think the three to four cars will be within five seconds of each other. Then the next three to four cars will be five to 10 seconds back. And then the rest of the cars will be, you know, 15 to laps down. And, you know, I really hope that tire wear plays some role in this because, you know, it's really enjoyable to watch a race and, you know, say, hey, I want to get on that driver. He's making up time. And then to watch him, you know, make that time up and, you know, get to the front because of that. So I hope that's the case that we see here. Otherwise, um, you know, it could be a pretty, you know, boring race how many how many cautions did we have at coda last year do you remember yeah there were nine um two of them were from the stage breaks and then the other seven all happened in stage number three the first two stages went uh green and those cautions that happened 
it very well might not happen this year um, because only one of those seven was an actual accident. The other one was, I think, you know, I think maybe one with debris, one with fluid or something like that. One or two because the car was stalled on the track or something, um, you know, just random cautions that, uh, you know, if they stay spread out, like I think they will, and there's a lot of runoff in these, in, on this track. So I think there's a good chance, you know, that we see minimal cautions, at least until the first caution comes out. And depending upon when that first caution is, it could, you know, create other cautions too. Um, but uh, I think later in the race is, you know, when <clears throat> we could see a flurry of cautions if one falls. Right. So, yeah. Late, late cautions tend to breed more cautions. That's, that's really right. just how it goes. Right. Whereas if, if the first caution happens, let's say on lap four, I mean, I could see them running, you know, once they go back to green, a lot of green for lag laps. So, uh, you know, set, setting the race up like that. And now that we know for, for sure that there aren't stage breaks to you, it, it, it has to really come down to the long speed run, right? Because you're not well, guaranteed two, to get them. Yeah, two things. Uh, you hit it right, managing your tires and long uh, green flag run speed. And then two, the strategy. What right. strategy plays out and how that plays out. And does the strategy, you know, get benefited from a caution that comes out or does it get, you know, negated or really hurt you if a caution comes out? I was, so, but it's I was, really those two things. I was thinking about like once you and I were talking about the race this week, about how there weren't, um, they're not going to be stages and long run speed. Right. <laughs> I think part of, I think part of the strategy that we, need to have is to set ourselves up for both scenarios i think that i think that we should be targeting long run speed right but i also think i also think that we can yeah, target short run speed yes to anticipate that late caution right right, right. to try to find a happy medium between both right and then, i mean you know the the other piece is like we got to really be on our ball game, you know, pen and paper, knowing who pits at what and who's on what strategy and so on and so forth, because there, there could be up to three different strategies, you know, for the contenders. I mean, you know, there might be more, but, you know, I would imagine that three groups do different things for the most part. Why did NASCAR decide to take the stages out? Was it because of the advantage people had up front? No, it had to do with the the playoffs and them racing for the stage points. And the strategy was, you know, it, the strategy basically became you had to short pit before the end of stages. Man. Right, and, right. In, exactly. in order to, you know, put yourself in an optimal um, winning, you know, strategy. Right, right. So that's really why it was done. So to take that piece out. Um, Coda, I know you wanted to check early in the week. How is Coda in terms of tire wear? 
That's the, that's the, that's the question, you know, um, I, you know, used, you know, the uh, Google machine and did some research and found out that prior to the inaugural race, uh, I forget who it came from, but the three drivers, they all mentioned tire wear on this track. Well, you know, I don't know if we've really seen tire wear on this track. Um, we haven't. The times have not been that drastic from what I understand in the past. So what's going to create that tire wear? One, possibly they were going to run longer green front, green flag runs this year than what they have in the past, all right, because the first race was a mess because of the rain. The second race last year was 15 laps, 15 laps, and then, you know, you would just pit. So they really didn't have a long run. And then uh, the other piece to all this is the new package that they're running. Um, package is supposed to create tire wear. And we saw some tire wear at Phoenix, Um, not like a Darlington or a Richmond or anything like that, but more tire wear than what we've seen in the past. Um, So at some point, I do expect, you know, the tire wear to come into play. And then, you know, I, I don't know if you watched practice or not, but I watched it six hours after it was, you know, happening. I didn't know. Um, Yeah. But they talked about um, the tire wear and, you know, managing the tires and who manages the tires and who got into the rhythms would, you know, be the best beneficiary of it. So at some point, I do think it's going to come into play. Um, How drastic is yet to be determined. Um, But, you know, the other piece I think too, um, with the tire wear is this is a new tire, you know, right. this isn't what they ran on last year, um, on any of the road courses. So, you know, Goodyear says it's supposed to create more grip, therefore providing more tire wear. Um, but I mean, that's what they always say, you know, um, I think some of it's going to have to do with the temperature too. Um, do we get an 85 and sunny day or do we get a 75 and cloudy day? You know, so um, we've got to look at that too. Obviously the hotter it is, the more, you know, tire wear is going to be in effect on this uh, track. So, you know, it's just something we're going to have to watch. Um, so throughout are, the you race. Throwing, are you throwing everything out from last year? Like, what do you, like, I know they ran this package at Phoenix, right? Yeah, they ran it at Phoenix. But that's I'm not it. Throwing, I'm not throwing everything out because this is the deal with road courses, that it's not going to change. The cream the always cars, rises. The, the, the cream rises and the fastest cars are going to get to the front. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So, yeah. I, um, I, I, you know, I, that's the thing that's not going to change. So I think there's probably seven or eight cars um, that could win. Uh, unless we see some, you know, shenanigan crazy stuff involving you know some uh you know unfortunate doings for some drivers whether it be strategy or you know mechanical issues or things of that nature all right so let's let's take a look at the contenders 
So I'm going to use uh, Caesars because they have a ton of wines up. And right now, DK only has uh, the winner of the race. I so, didn't know why, why are you even considering DK? Like they only have a couple bets anyways. No, I know, but when we do when we do this show, I <laughs> just look look at that book when when I'm going down the the list. But I'll, I'll stick with uh, Caesar. So Reddick was fast in practice, right? He had the fastest maybe, five maybe lap not. Run. He had the fastest five lap run, but nobody really ran a ten lap run at all. And Reddick did. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, for him to go up to compare numbers, nobody else ran a, a, a ten lap average, right? But he did look good. Listen, he's a he's a phenomenal. The big question last year was, is his car the stone nuts, or is he really that good? Like, is he just a really really good road course driver? Right? I don't know the answer. I always shade towards the car. Always like 60, 40, or, or 65 <laughs> towards the car. But Toyota struggled uh, big time last year on road courses. They were fucking awful. And that kid looked very good considering how Toyota looked last year on road courses. So I don't know if he's that good tomorrow or Sunday. Or, you know, if he's just that good of a driver where he's going to wheel that car that that way down the track, I don't know. But I did take him at 9-1 to one when FanDuel left them open just because if they're going to leave it open during practice, I'm going to take advantage of what I see in practice. Now, it might not pan out in the race, and it might be a unit that I just threw out the fucking window. That's definitely possible. But... If they're gonna if they're gonna open it and keep it open at FanDuel, I'm gonna bet it. So I, I took him at nine to one. He's plus four seventy-five now at Caesars, but at at FanDuel, you can get him at seven and a half to one, I think, still. Uh he's he was not your odds on favorite all week, Coop, but right now he's your odds on favorite. What what do you think of what you saw in practice from Reddick? Um, I think he's one of the seven or eight cars that uh, could potentially win this race. Uh, I didn't make that bet. Um, I can't bet um, a car that dropped off three seconds from his fifth consecutive run lap to his 10th consecutive run lap. Um, I can't bet a car who those numbers are kind of skewed because he put down an absolute monster lap where um, – you know, he was several tenths of a second in front of his peers. And then, you know, the rest of the field, he was over a second better of. So that skewed that number. And then finally, um, I can't trust Toyota um, because they put down some good qualifying laps last year. Uh, they had some good short run speed. <laughs> Toyota got crushed last year on the road courses was the long run speed. They had absolutely none whatsoever. And when he loses three seconds between the fifth and the tenth lap, um, you know, I think some of that was because he might have, you know, went a little wide um, on one of those laps um, that kind of skewed that number. But I think his numbers are skewed one way or the other. Um, and like you said, 
Um, you know, he very well could be the class of the field, but I think people are overreacting. Um, there's no way he should be 450, 475, whatever he is. Um, I because, you know, there's six or seven other drivers that, you know, I think could very easily, you know, win. And uh, I just couldn't do it because of what I saw with that time. You know, at that time, I had no idea what it meant. But, you know, I think a little bit of it might have been skewed. You know, like I said, where he ran off. But still, that's a large drop in uh, in uh, uh, fifth to ten lap speed. And then I think they even said it on the broadcast where, you know, he was off throttle. And they were talking about where, you know, he wasn't managing his tires very well either. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, first of all, I think you're right that the number that's live at the book right now is, is absurd. It's crazy. And I, it could, he could definitely not win and it can cost me a unit for sure. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's like, you know, like going to be so bad that he's not a top 10 car or anything. Oh I, yeah. I, I'm with you. I think that there's a group of eight to 10 cars probably that, that can win this race on their best day. And he's one of those people. I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. yeah so after that, Kyle Larson, I think we would both agree, also one of those seven or eight cars that can win. He's six and a half to one. Kyle Busch, who you and I bet at eight to one or nine to one. Eight to one or nine to one? Eight to one. Um, I, got, yeah, I got him at eight and ten. Okay. So we we have him. He's six and a half to one now. And again, Ky, you agree, Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch are in that group of eight cars that will that can that can win, right? Right. Definitely. Yeah. After him, Ross Chastain, eight to one. Austin Sindrick, nine to one. I put both those guys in the same bucket. If you look at what Chastain Trackhouse was phenomenal on on road courses last year. Chastain, I think I I don't know if he won, but he he was the the fastest. Oh yeah, he did win this race last year. Yeah, and and, and he was um he had the fastest speed rank there. Uh, if you look at what Daniel Suarez did on on track uh, on road courses last year, he was in the top ten in total speed rank in every single road course that we were at last year. So we, you would put both those track house course uh, cars in the same group, right? I would. I would. I'm with you. Um, Austin Sendrick, nine to one, phenomenal road course driver. He was very good last year on road courses. He he wasn't Tyler Reddick, but he was still pretty solid. Uh, yeah, I think I mean, the number short at the nine to yeah, one, but he he's in that group. You you would agree? Uh, he would be my seventh or eighth driver who I think could win it. Um, nine to one is just a ridiculous number for a driver that put up one lap. That's what yeah. his, his number is based off of is one lap. Um, you know, Tyler Ware again concerns me with him. Um, you know, it concerns me with Penske in general because we've seen, you know, that if there's any type of tire wear on any type of track, they struggle this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. That number's crazy at nine to one, but you have to respect them on, on, on a road course. After that, Will Byron, interesting car this week because the only Hendrick 
cars that we have seen really be able to drive through the field on a road course is I would probably put everybody in Hendrick in that group except Will Byron. I think Bowman has shown that he can drive through the field. Larson and Elliott obviously have shown uh, that they could drive from the front or drive through the field. But Willie B, man, I don't know, Coop. Like, I think if he stays up there all day, he could be in good shape. But it wouldn't shock me if we start to see him fall through the field if he if he doesn't get up there. Would you agree? Uh, yes and no. Um, I think – I don't know every single race for road courses – um, but I do know that quite often Willie B has been stake bitten from whether it be an accident of his other doings, um, things of that nature. And a lot of times it's happened when he's at the front. Um, he's spent a lot of time at the front. So yeah. I, I don't know if he's really had a true opportunity to show that he could drive through the field. You know, I, I don't know, like I said, but when I think of it, I think of him being at the front and having issues. And he hasn't had that opportunity to drive through the field because he's been at the front a lot. Unfortunately, he hasn't been able to finish there. Would you put Willie B in that group of drivers that yes. can win? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. After yeah. that, um, AJ Amendinger and Daniel Suarez, two guys, they could possibly be the best two cars on the track. But now that Elliott isn't going to be in the race at, at driving on road courses, maybe. They really could be, right? Could be, could be. They're both 12 to 1. Now, granted, we, we were getting Daniel Suarez last year at unrealistic prices for the quality of the car. He's no longer 40 to 1. Now we're talking about Dinger and Suarez at 12 to 1. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's I, I think that they're both live to win, but that number feels like, I don't feel comfortable betting it at 12 to 1. Would you Where are you 13? at? I would probably bet it at 16. I would probably take those guys, maybe. 12 doesn't I, I, does 12 seem short to you a little bit? Um well, yes and no. I would rather bet them at 12 to 1 than Austin Cindric at 9 to 1. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Okay. Yeah. Um so there's that. But like the thing with Dinger, I told you, he, he rarely does well in practice and he rarely does well in qualifying on these road courses for whatever reason. Like Dinger is like, he's just, I, I, I would hate to be his crew chief on a road course because the guy expects the car to be 100% perfect every single time. Yeah. And like he just keeps pushing it and pushing it and pushing it to get there. And if it is really good for him, he wants it to be even better. So, you know, he's kind of hard on himself. He's hard on the cars. And the thing, though, that he's really good at is hitting his lines and managing the tires. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I totally agree. So if he so, shifts yeah. the bet in qualifying, do we get a better number than 12 to 1, you think? Yeah, I think we can get 15 or 16. So let me ask you this. Do you think that 
learning and managing how to save tires on an oval translates to a road course? Or do you think it's a different type of trying to save the tire? I don't know the answer to that. I'm I, My gut says tire wear is tire wear. And it's probably universal, I, I would guess, but I don't know the I don't know the answer to that. Because, like to me, I, I don't know the answer either. But to me, like with all the the, the turns, the lefts and the rights, like it, to me, it would almost seem like it's got to be a different type of being able to do it. Yeah, it could be. It could be. For sure. Because, like, I don't, I don't know if that, like, means – does that mean, like – like, when Truex was good, he wasn't good because he saved tires. He was good because he had a really fast car on the road courses. Right. When Harvick was good, same thing, right? Yep. So, I don't, I don't know. It's just something I was thinking about. So after those two guys, the numbers start to get um, higher. Jordan Taylor, I, I assume he is a road course ringer, Coop? Uh, yeah, he's an IMSA driver, um, has a lot of experience, a lot of wins, a lot of that stuff. And, you know, he's in a, he's in a great piece of equipment. Yeah, he's 20 to 1. He's in, he's in Elliott's car, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. So I guess you have to respect him, um, but you know I'm not running to the window to bet him. I don't think, and, and, unless we have to when we're watching the race. Uh, right. Chris, Chris Bell, Alex Bowman, and Ryan Blaney, all twenty to one. I think Ryan Blaney on his best day, and Alex Bowman on their best day are probably two drivers that you can throw in that group to win. Would you agree with that? Uh, they would probably be like 9 and 10 for me, somewhere in that ballpark. Where are you at with Chris Bell? I, I, I don't know how I feel about him, mostly because of how bad Toyota was on these tracks last year. Right, exactly. Like, like the other thing that sticks out, like, to me is like none of the Toyotas were really that great other than Tyler Reddick, you know? Yeah. So it was like Tyler Reddick that much better of a road course driver than Danny Hamlin and Martin Truex. Or, I mean, because you would think the cars are, you know, somewhat com comparable. Yeah, I agree. Know? Well, I would think that they all have a very similar setup off the truck, don't you think? Uh, possibly. I mean, sometimes they go with different types of setups and then readjust them, you know, as it goes. But, you know, that's the other thing. And, you know, I don't mean to get sidetracked, but that's another piece right there. All right. That we haven't even talked about. What? Is setup. Like, you know, last year, these guys had stage one break to adjust the car, stage two break to adjust the car. This year, they might not have as many, you know what I mean? That, that time cool. to really adjust it, you know? So I think that's really going to string out the field too because, you know, they want to make these pit stops as fast as they possibly can. 
and you know that could hurt somebody and you know they lose a second because they're making another adjustment than what somebody else is making so you know that's something like i think another point to why the good cars are going to be at the front and the fast cars are going to be at the front no matter what happens i think an, another thing uh, is like chris bell was the fourth best toyota in in practice but if you look at how he was far and away the best toyota on road courses last year he was eighth in total speed at coda sixth at the Indy road course eighth at watkins glen sixth at the roval far and away the best toyota on road courses last year um right. but but he didn't look very good i mean he was the fourth best toyota in practice the thing that worries me about him is like when he was that last year, you know, he was one of those cars that, you know, had good qualifying efforts and things of that nature. So, um, you know, I'm not going to lay on qualifying. If he goes out tomorrow and qualifies fourth or fifth, you know, I'm still not going to be on the guy. Yeah. I'm until with you. he rates. I'm with you. Because, I mean, look, look at – you know, a couple of weeks ago, Logano and Blaney went out and put down blistering laps and qualifying. But like when you went to the race, their practice speeds is what they raced at. Yeah, I'm with you. So after those two guys, between 22 and 25 to 1, you have <laughs> Briscoe, Logano, Hamlin, Busher. Now, Together, we've bet two of these guys. You're high on, on Chase Briscoe. I get it. He's a good road course driver. He's going to be in a good car. And I I would also throw him with you as one of those eight cars that is live to win this race. Now, I did not bet him yet. You did. Could I see myself getting on him? Yeah, I could. I haven't bet him yet, but I, I could. I mean, he he won a road <laughs> didn't he win a road course last year? No, no. Oh, he him was and, he was up at yeah. the front a lot though at Coda. Yeah. Well him, him and him and Cindric basically after they made their wins, they basically ran the road courses for stage points versus winning. So I'm comfortable for either one I'm, of them. I'm with you. I, I think, uh, you know, he, he's live. I, 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 uh, yeah, I, I would not bet Chase Briscoe right now until, you know, the race happens. I think where Briscoe is going to excel is when we get to lap 14 through 20, you know, of the run. And I think that's when he's going to start, you know, chopping off, you know, other cars and putting himself hopefully in a position, you know, to be there. At the end, yeah. So, um, Coop has how much? What do you have? A half unit on him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, Coop's on Briscoe for a half unit, and I could see myself getting there. I think he's a contender. After that, Denny Hamlin, twenty-five to one. I have no interest. I know that Denny could get the job done if he had the car. So I there, there, there was races last year on the road course, and I think you and I could have drove better than Denny. He looked completely lost sometimes. Lost, last yeah. Year. After that, Joey Logano and uh, Chris Busher at twenty-five to one. Listen, low key, quietly, Chris Busher 
might have been the second, third best driver on road courses last year overall. Like, very, very, very good. And uh, we we both bet him, Coop bet him at, at, what did you get him at? 50 to 1? 50. Yeah, I, by the time I got it, I tailed Coop because I, I I knew how good that pusher would be. I got 40 to 1. Um, I only bet it for a quarter unit, though. How much did you you bet it for? Quarter. quarter. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, man, the fastest car, the fastest car at Sonoma, the sixth fastest car at Road America, Watkins Glen, he was fourth. The road course, he was seventh. He's going to be good, man. And he's yeah, a top. Maybe. He's a top Ford contender. I think a bunch of these Fords have a shot this week. But I also think that we also have the opportunity where Chevy could just crush if if it all goes their way, and it wouldn't shock me at all. Okay, I have the same thoughts on Busher as I do Bell. Like Busher qualified and Busher practiced well last year. He didn't do that today. So I have some concern with him. After when that, it comes to when it comes to winning and top tening and things of that nature, I don't think he's going to be like a twenty fifth place car. It should be a top fifteen car, but I don't know if he has enough to you know contend based upon what we saw today. After that, we have Marty at thirty to one, McDowell at thirty to one, and then Harvick and Keselowski at thirty five to one. Uh, listen, McDowell was very good on, on road courses. Very good. It, it it wouldn't shock me to see him run well tomorrow at all. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. He's the same way as Busher. I think he practiced a little bit better than Busher, but, um, that neither one of them practiced as well as what they did last year on these road courses, which is concerning. Kevin Harvick and Brad Keselowski at 35 to 1. Have do you have any interest there? Keselowski and Harvick low key are having a phenomenal year so far. Yeah. Um Harvick, I have the same type of interest in from a Briscoe standpoint. Um, long runs, the tire wear comes into play, things of that nature. Keselowski, I have interest in because um, he loves to play the strategy game. Loves it. You think he could find himself on the right side of a, of a pit road call? I mean, yeah, sure, because he loves to play strategy. I mean, you know, he could also find himself on the wrong side of it, too. Yeah. So Okay. So after that, it's 50 to 1 and, and down. I don't think any of these cars are live to win the race, do you? No. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. All right, so that's that's so, the outrights. Go ahead. So my my main concern with this race, from a live betting perspective, is are the books going to be able to handle it? This is their first time ever doing a stageless race, and if they operate based upon how they operate on all the other races. I could see a scenario where the books are not open very often because if we get three different types of strategies and the race goes green, 
by the time strategy three has played out, you know, because the, the thing is like when, when the first car is pit, they close the books, right? And they don't open the books back up until, until all the cars are pit. Yeah, a couple right. laps after at least. So, so I could see a scenario where, you know, the third group plays their, you know, strategy. Well, we ain't got but a couple laps until the first group comes back around and plays their next strategy. Or the book's going to be open in that little short time. You make an interesting point. Uh, my The only reason why books tend to err on the side of caution because they they don't want the wrong exposure just because they, they made the wrong call. So, I mean, I guess you could be right. If, if this was a normal road course, I would say we probably lost all the books probably before the last two cautions happened late in the race. Like they would just leave it down and, and be like, fuck it. I don't know how they will react to possibly this running green flag for a large portion. I don't know. Uh, You could, I, I don't have high hopes based upon, you know, what I've seen from them. And the other thing, you know, like we're not going to find out tomorrow because the only book that's consistently open, which I'll be watching, you know, and betting on, uh, if if an opportunity arises is 365, all the other books like MGM was open a little bit last week, but other than that, nobody's open for Xfinity or trucks. I, I want to say that that has more to do with the tournament. I don't think it does. I don't know, Coop. There, there were, there were what? 30, 32 basketball games, college games going on. On Saturday and Sunday, that that had huge. What, what, what brings what brings in the most? What brings in the most money? The NFL. Were they open last year for NFL? Yeah. Yes, they were. They were. But the flip side of that is, it's the it's the second most bet event in the world, or at least in this country. <laughs> They were open for the first most event of the world every week last year during football. Well, yeah, I'm, I guess <laughs> I, you, you could be right. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But, like, we're not going to find out because I'll be surprised if anybody's open tomorrow besides 365. That would suck. I mean, I, I'll, I'll bet there, but I hate when we don't have options to get the best price. You you could be right. We'll 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 see you tomorrow. I guess we'll know tomorrow, really. Not really, um, they're not going to be open. <laughs> Other than three sixty five. Top top <laughs> top three, top five, top ten. Start with the top three and the top five. Any interest? Um, maybe, possibly. Um, talk to me. Once one second, please. Since you're on Caesars, I'll go to the Caesar Sporting Book. So top three, 
So we get Reddick 200, Larson 225, Bush 225, Chastain 250, Cinder 275, Byron 300. We might be able to get a little bit better numbers than that because we know Caesars is a little bit, you know, tighter than some of the other books. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think if I shoot my wad, I mean, I, I think Reddick, Larson, Bush, and Chastain are the top four. I think you're gonna have to beat them. One, you're gonna have to beat one of them drivers. I don't. I don't disagree with that, but my problem is the price. Yeah. Like two more spots. You can only bet one. You can only really bet one of them. Yeah, because like I mean, if you're gonna bet the top three, you might as well just bet them to win the race at a much better price. Because I don't feel comfortable betting Suarez or Dinger. They very well could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't mind the price on Suarez, maybe because you're only, you're only talking three spots, man. That's the problem. Yeah, I know when we yeah. get the top fives, it's five, but like two is a lot more. Two makes it a lot more appealing. <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely. Um, there's nothing here that I would bet in the top three market. Hold on, let's. Um, Unless I was shooting my shot, like you're high yeah, on. I mean, basically, basically, they're they're basically the same as Fanduel. So, all right, go ahead. Top five market. Any interest in the top five market? Well, I already have one top five bet. What'd you bet? I got Kyle Bush at 160. Oh, I don't mind that. I like that bet. So right now he is uh plus one twenty at Caesars. I don't I mean listen, we bet him to win the race, so I, I don't mind that bet. I don't like mind I, that. I I feel confident, you know, he can get a top five. But I mean, you know, I I, I don't mind. I don't like the prices, but I don't mind a Reddick, Larson, or Chastain. But like, which you can't take them all, right? Like, which which one or two do you don't want? Plus, you already have Kyle. I already have Kyle Busch. I would probably side with Chastain. I, he was so good at this track last year, man. He had the nuts. He 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 should have been. Yeah, really, Kyle Larson was really good at this track too. Yeah, he was. He wasn't bad. It's it's a tough call. It's it's a really tough call. Right. Um, nothing sticks out to me really, unless I was going to take a shot at a price. But I'd rather do that in another market than than to hit the top five. So Correct. nothing from me. Top ten market. I did bet four top tens. <coughs> I think I took Cindric and Suarez at minus 104 or two, I want to say. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then uh, Amendinger. Oh, the Amendinger one went down. Fuck me, man. I forgot about that. Alabama lost. I forgot about that. Um, 
So I do like Almendinger. Oh, wow. He's minus 225 now. Fuck you. Oh, let me check. That went down. He was minus 250 when you bet him, right? No, he was 150. It was at it was at Barstool. I have to check that book. That would be the only book that I think that you can tie something to him to crack the top ten because the prices are are crazy everywhere else. He's oh, he's at top tens at Barstool. What an atrocity! That's so dumb. And then so I took Sindrick, Suarez, and Busher at plus one fifty. Um, what do you, what, what do you think about the top ten market? I you know I, I didn't get on any of them bets. Um, like I would probably have to tie it into a parlay somehow to get on any of these guys because I mean, like Busher's one thirty five, McDowell's one forty five at Fanduel. I just don't know if it's worth the price. Because when we've been betting these uh, top tens in the past, we've been, you know, betting them at 250, 300, 350, 400. That's true. But I do think that there's something to like road course drivers on, on road courses. I, I think it's, it's a lot easier to predict who you think is going to crack the top 10 at a race like this. It, 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 it is. But like to me, there's like fourteen or fifteen that have a chance. Yeah. So like that's four or five that could possibly miss, and I would not be surprised if Busher misses or McDowell misses. Yeah, that could happen. <clears throat> I mean, what what if Jordan Taylor finds the top ten? I mean, he's he's definitely going to have the car to do it, probably. Right, right. You know, that takes away from you know somebody. What if Harvick finds the top 10 or Kozlowski? Wow, that, that guy is minus 160 to hit the top 10. Jesus what? Christ. On, on Barstool? Uh, on Caesars. Oh, he's he's plus 175 on Vandal. Oh, okay. He's. Well, let me look at those prices instead. Cause... Yeah, there's nothing here that intrigues me. Like I'm not yeah. taking a chance on Haley or Gibbs and Dylan and Priests and then this week. So I bet. Well, now I bet those uh, three because the Amendinger bet is out. I think that they've got. I've got a good shot at least to hit two out of three and banks. I do. I, 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 I agree. I agree. After the top tens, were there? Oh well, the 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 best fucking spot on the board is the top forward market looking at at the top manufacturers because some of those prices are solid and i think that there are seven or eight cars and so do you that can get the job done you can't bet them all which is tough unless you're gonna try to tie it to a, a parlay to get much better prices but you want to try it as a parlay yeah, I'm not done. I'm definitely going to try again. 100%. Bro, we've made so much fucking money. I love it. We've made so much money since December that I might try it. two more times. If you, if you go. <laughs> um, 
Wow, look at the, 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 the only thing is like, have you looked at the Ford numbers now? Yeah, they changed yeah. big time. Austin, not really. Centric is plus one ninety. Yeah, that, that's the only driver that really changed, though. Well, yeah, well they they pretty much <laughs> got better. Well, no, they changed. Briscoe was plus seven hundred. Now he's plus six hundred. Busher was plus seven fifty. Now he's plus six fifty. They changed a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, look how appealing those those numbers are. If you can tie them to something that that you can get home, six to one at worst, other than Austin Cindric, is not bad, man. He's no fucking guarantee to be the top. Where are you seeing six to one? Caesars. Why? What are you seeing? Five fifty on Blaney, so it goes five fifty to nine fifty. What? If I'm betting them, nine fifty is who? Br Briscoe? No, Harvick and Kozlowski. Oh, um, yeah. So I that's basically what I have. But if you the numbers from yesterday were all different except Blaney. Like, like, I like the numbers on on Fred. What do you have there? Well, Cindric's two twenty, so that's okay. a little bit better. Blaney five hundred five, McDowell six hundred, Briscoe six fifty, Busher seven ninety five, Logano seven ninety five, and Kez and Harvick are eleven. Those are better than than what yeah. I'm seeing right now by about a dollar. Right. But man, Austin Cindric being as that's low. So like how 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 would you attack that? Would you like attack it to where are you gonna put the same amount of money on everybody and just went a little bit with yeah. Austin Cindric? Yeah. I would bet exactly what I did, eight quarter unit shots. Or would you try to like maybe win a little bit on Cindric, but like try to load up on some of the other ones that are a little bit more? I mean, you you could do that, but I mean, when you're talking about eight people, you could be four units invested real quick, right? Right, there has got to be a way for us to get. 15 to 1 on all those guys. Oh, there and, it is. And we'll still make eight units profit. Well, no, that's not true because we're only betting quarter units. We would still make profit, though. So, yeah, yeah you, there's a way. Yeah, I mean, I guess you have to be in our, in our Discord. We might do something over uh tomorrow to try to get to try to get better numbers on the top forward but i i like all those numbers i except the syndric number um but i like like coop was talking about if you're gonna bet one of them you really i mean there are seven or eight guys that could legitimately be the top forward on sunday can you throw anybody out after practice i can't Right. Um, uh, might have to uh, throw in Jensen Button 
Who? He, he's, I mean, he shows some decent time. He's in the Rick Ware car that's being supported by uh, Stuart Haas this week. Oh, he's 28 to 1, huh? Mm-hmm. That's why I said you might have to throw him in just to. I wouldn't put more total on it. I would just take away from somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because his number is 28, so you're not going to have to do a lot. But. So, I mean, we, we, I, I found a way to get to, to it. I mean, if we want to. I mean, you think Kyle Bush and Dinger are going to win, right? Tomorrow. I definitely think Kyle Bush is going to win the truck race uh, for sure. Um, I mean, listen, last year, last year on those road courses in the X series, it really was all about Dinger, Gibbs, and whichever Hendrick car was going to be in the race. One of those Hendrick drivers, whether it was Bowman or Byron or, or Larson, one of those guys. So I think the Xfinity series gets a little bit more murky because don't you think that there are three probably legitimate cars that can win that that Xfinity race? Definitely Byron. Um, possibly Custer. Possibly. Oh, yeah, Custer too. Yeah. Or, or possibly solid. Gibbs. Yeah, so, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I'm with you in the truck race. I, I, I can't see how he loses. All right. So, I mean, uh, if if you take the two of them to win, um, it's going to give you the same amount of numbers as what you were working with for your other parlay, basically. And and basically, you you're, you just hope that Dinger gets it done. Yeah, I mean, hold on. I mean, I guess that's a way to bet the other two races without getting heavily invested. I don't know. Dinger. So much shit can go wrong in a race, though. That oh, yeah, we could just be totally dead. And never have a chance, you know what I mean? Right, but I, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. There's, a, if a mistake is made, it's going to be much easier for Kyle Busch to uh, right. find his way back versus a Dinger because Dinger's, you know, got Gibbs, Custer, Austin Hill, uh, Sheldon Creed. You know, not to change the subject or not, but man, Reckon Junior Motorsports sucks this year. Yeah. Huh? Brandon Jones isn't doing anything in Gragson's car. Allgaier has been MIA. Josh Berry can't keep his fucking car on the track. They've been a nightmare. Yeah, I, I agree. Totally. Compared to last year, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, 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 we're definitely going to attack the top fours again. Yeah, so I'm, you're going to attack him again. Think, I'm going to attack him for the first time. But I, I think that Kyle Busch is a good leg. I think we might need something else, though, to avoid well, that. We got till about you know noon tomorrow to figure it out. Not even noon. I it's got to be done. I love Holly. It's got to be done by like ten a.m. I love Holly home by decision, and she's basically the exact same price that Bush is to win the race. Yeah, but like, do you know who the referees are for that match? No, not not yet. Uh, 
No. I, I wish you would and find out what their statistics are. <laughs> you fucking a- analytical fucking coop breaking my balls. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know much about MMA, but I know enough that, like, y'all are all talking about how bad the refs are. Yeah, that could, that could happen, no doubt. All right, so let's put top four but, aside. But, but, but listen, if we're going to do it, it has to be done by, like, 10 a.m. tomorrow. Well, then we got to do it tonight. Because because there's uh, qualifying for the cup, which is going to take the books down, and then right after that is when the trucks start. So it would be questionable if you get the numbers back up for a top forward by the time the trucks start the race. So then we have to do it tonight before we uh, go to bed, figure it out. But let's put the top four aside for a minute, right? What about top Chevy and top Toyota? Was there anything that you saw that you were interested in? Wow. I mean, Tyler, Tyler Reddick is minus 150 to be the top <laughs> I don't, I mean, I think maybe last year we saw like a Larson or something, like a minus number as a top, uh, top Chevy. Yeah. Or, you know, but, but you very, very rarely see a minus number for a top, uh, Top Chevy or top uh, uh, car. Yeah, I think uh, I think we saw Kyle Bush at, at not Kyle Bush, Kyle Larson at minus one twenty last year at one point to be top Chevy. I don't think I mean, we've ever seen minus one fifty. Right. So back to the Chevys. Like I think again. Like, you could do the same thing with the Chevy as you do the Ford. The numbers just aren't as good. True. And they're, but they're not horrible. They're not hey, great, did, though. Did you know that on Betfred, we could uh, we could put a bet on Josh Berry to be the top uh, Chevy? Uh, no, I didn't know that. That's kind of hard to do, though, isn't it? No, I mean I can just click it and do it. He's not. He's not in the race, though. Right. It's kind of hard for it to win, but it's easy to do. They'll take that. They'll take that money too, with a smile. <laughs> um, what it's about? Good. No, go ahead. I was just going to bring up top Toyota. Right. I mean, that, like, if we're going to do anything, that would be the one. Because what if we tried to beat them? Yeah, yeah, let's. Uh, like, I don't mind Chris Bell at four and a half to one. You get him on five fifteen. Like, I'm not what against him? Him what shot there. six to one. Six thirty five. Two X is six thirty five. Gibbs is thirteen and Bubba's twenty three. Yeah, I mean. I think he's – you never know, man. It's NASCAR. Like that right there. Hold on. Like I could t- I could just tie that t- to to uh, Kyle Busch winning the truck race and we basically double it. What, if you put Reddick? No, all the others. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I mean, 
why because can't if you're gonna bet if you're gonna bet five of them like i think we need more than five and six oh uh, no yeah i'm i'm, I'm right. with you i i agree right right i agree it, listen, so Reddick could win the race, yeah. and you know you, you never know. But he can also have an issue and be dead for the day. Yeah, I mean, he could also kill us right away. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's a very risky bet, man. Yeah, but but to your point, you know, like I don't know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Keep I mean, on. yeah, whatever we're going to do, like we can't do it with, with all, every single manufacturer or else we're going right. to get fucking killed. Um, I mean, was there a race last year that Tyler, well, there was Sonoma. There was one road course last year where I think he blew his engine or something. He was uh, eight, 18th total speed rank at Sonoma. 12th that so Watkins Glen, so he probably yeah. had an issue at some point. And I mean, you know, a tire, I don't know. I'll sleep on it. All right, after that, let's see what else we got. Um, while you're looking, I, I did make one more bet on Caesars this week. What? I grabbed the... Uh, uh, driver to win stage two wins the race at 475. Just because the track position? Just because I don't think that number was right. Because the end of stage two is lap 30. And what's that? Less, a little less than halfway? Correct. Correct. I would imagine that there's going to be at least two drivers, possibly a third, that'll be less than 475 at that time. Yeah, I, I, I don't doubt that. So that's why I grabbed that. Yeah, it's and three, again, three it, and it a half be, right now. So right. it should be a good number because, I mean, a good driver. Because I don't think I could be wrong. I don't think pit stops is gonna, you know, get me on like an Austin Dillon or somebody like that. After that, I don't really see any other props that interest me. Did Did you look at the groups at all? Um, I looked at the groups on MGM and nothing really. I mean, not MGM on Caesars. And nothing really uh, stuck out. Uh, let me look at my notes. I do have two groups written down. Um, I, I don't know who they were. Group D, 365, and Group E, Betfred. Betfred doesn't have the groups back up, I don't think. Hold on, let me double check. I'll check that 365. Yeah, they don't have them up. So yeah, they, yeah, Bet365 doesn't either. What about head-to-heads? You know, it's it's interesting that you bring that up because I, I was thinking, like, if you're going to bet a minus number, this is the week. 
in, in yeah. head matchups against one other car on a road course. But I thought that when I took a I took a, a look at them, a quick one, and uh, they they yeah. look pretty hard. I don't know who has them now, but DK DK did have them. Yeah, Betfred has them right now. What do you got? Um, Reddick minus one forty-five against Chastain, one at plus one fifteen. They've got them matched up pretty well. Where it's hard to make a bet, to be honest with you. I don't. Um, I don't mind. What's the plus number on Chastain? One fifteen. I think he's going to be good. He was phenomenal last year at this track. Yeah. I don't really mind that number, actually. Um, Larson's minus one twenty-five against uh, Bush at one hundred five plus one hundred five. That's a tough one. Uh, you might like the next one. William Byron minus one forty-five against Dinger at plus one fifteen. I yeah, I mean, if you're going to give me Dinger and at plus money in a heads-up matchup on a road course, I kind of think you have to side with him. Um, the way I look, the way I look at it too is, if you take the Reddick matchup and the Byron matchup, and you have Chastain at one fifteen and Dinger at one fifteen, I think more times than not, one of them is going to win, and it, you'll make a little bit of money. If only one of them wins. I don't disagree with that. Um, they have Cendric at minus 180 against Bell at plus 145. I just don't think I can trust Bell. Yeah. Um, Suarez minus 150 against Bowman plus 120. Man, like, Alex, Alex Bowman had, was kind of sneaky last year on road. Yeah. He could have won that Coda yeah. race. As a matter of fact, he was leading the last lap of that race. And then he got bumped out of the way by Castain. Yep. So, you know, um, Blaney minus 140 against Briscoe at plus 110. Um, Busher minus 125 against Denny at plus 105. Busher minus 125. I don't like that. Jordan Taylor minus 125 against Joey Logano plus 105. That's crazy. The fucking the reigning NASCAR champion is a dog. It's a dog and a heads up matchup against a fucking jobber, bro. Jobber. That's crazy. Michael McDowell minus 140 against Martin Truex plus 110. No interest. Kevin Harvick minus 125 against Gibbs. Hit even money. No interest. See, like they, 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 the way they have them matched up, like you can't take the minus numbers because right. one, too much juice, and two, it's it could go either way. There are so, like, a couple. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, like with the plus numbers. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think Fanduel has some too. Hold on a minute. Um, yeah, hold on. 
Um, Logano and Hamlin, both minus 112. No way. Suarez against Sendrick, both minus 112. The numbers are horrible. Bush minus 108. Reddick minus 118. No. Like, they, they don't have no plus numbers on here at all for, for Fifth Handle. Where 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 was the other book that you just brought up? That was Fred. Yeah, buddy. Fuck that book. I I I don't. I would probably bet a couple of those though. Like the plus money with Chastain, I would sign off on. Um, the plus money with Dinger, I would sign off on. And then I think there was one more that you said that wasn't that bad either. Yeah. Um, Bowman. You yeah. yeah, that's an interesting one too. At plus one twenty. So on the groups for FanDuel, like they have Larson, Chastain, Bush, and Reddick. I can't, you know, do that. Yeah. Then they have Byron, Dinger, Suarez, and Bell. Byron, Ding- that's a tough one. There are three guys there. Yeah. This one, maybe. They have Cendric, Bowman, Blaney, and Hamlin. You shoot your shot with Cendric and Bowman to be Blaney and Hamlin? No. You can't Who? You can't because it's 200 and 250. So you would have to take one if you were going to bet it? Right. Because if you bet two, Cendric would just basically even why is his number so low? Did he was he really good in practice? I threw down one lap. Total, he raced one lap. Look at his numbers. Oh yeah. His numbers weren't great other than the one lap. Man, they're giving him a lot of respect off last year. Mm -hmm. That's kind of why I still like the Ford, because I could see, you know, one of the other drivers, you know, outlasting him. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, See if Barstool has anything up. I don't get a lot of Barstool because... uh, of the state thing philly's asking basically what what you brought up what about what about parent pushing the truck race with dinger in the xfinity race or is that getting too cute the problem is is that there are three or four guys that could win that xfinity race that's the problem i agree i do like throwing kyle bush to win the truck race though in that top Ford group that that you what you mentioned, I think that there's a good chance that we can get there with him. But we would have to really look at exactly what the numbers are that we get from just putting him in there. Can we put a matchup in there, Coop? Will they let you do that? Hold on one minute, right? Yeah. Um, 
All right, so if I took... By the way, we sound like if, if you if this is the first time you've ever watched a show, NASCAR show with me and Coop, you would think we're the two biggest idiots that ever bet on NASCAR in, in our entire life. But here here's the thing. We're up so much money, now we're just fucking around. Basically. So I can't on Bet Fred. I tried Bush in the trucks. Ross Chastain over Tyler Reddick and Austin Cindric top forward and it won't let me do it. Fuck. That would have been so, a good way. That would have been a good way to get it. It won't let me as, as far as Bet Fred goes. Um let's try uh hold on. Kyle Busch's uh, even money on the trucks at Caesars. What does that get uh, you? Do, 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 do you have matchups, head-to-head matchups? I don't have head-to-head matchups on Caesars, so I don't even know what I'm trying. No, I, I don't either. But what I want to know yeah. is, what what? forget about Austin Sindrick, the second, the second guy – Ryan Blaney and Kyle mm-hmm. Busch to win the truck race. What does that get you? Like 10 to 1? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, hold on a minute. Yeah, good. Eleven seventy. That's not awful. What is it with Cindric? Five and three quarters. I think I think that we can get away with just Kyle Bush from Ryan Blaney on back. But if if we wanted Cindric, we would have to throw something else in there. So, like, I would I would rather. I don't know. Like, you're talking like do Bush and everybody else as a two legger, and then find something else as a third legger. Right, Cindric. Like, it feels more safe, doesn't it? Well, from a money perspective, but from a betting perspective, no. Because then we got to win an additional leg. No, I mean, I'm talking about from Ryan Blaney on back. It feels safe just to put him with Kyle Busch, and that's it from Ryan Blaney on back, right? Don't you think? Right, 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 right. But I don't feel safe adding a third leg to Cendrick. Well, Coop. Because because what are you gonna do? You gonna bet five thirty? I don't know, but I mean, like, I think I think maybe I just bet it at a way to where I just went a little bit of centric wins. Because I I would hate I would hate break even with if I would right I would hate to see Kyle Busch win and then Austin Cindric be the top forward, and then Holly Hine you know gets knocked out. 
you know, I'm just using her as an example. Yeah, I got you. I know. I know. You know? What so, like that would that would tilt the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could just say, if uh, Austin Cindric wins, you break even or make a very small amount of money, and you're hoping for a big price. Exactly. You know, I, I don't know. I guess there's different ways to look at it. I mean, he's far from a guarantee to be the top four. That number is crazy. I agree. I agree. I agree. And what 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 do you get on? The Kyle Bush and like uh, Keslowski or or Harvick. What's the back end of the price? Um, hold on. Twenty four twenty. That's not bad. But that's that's at a number that is, <clears throat> that you might not get though. Yeah, I would probably be around twenty-one or twenty to one, probably. So, or it could be better. I don't know, depending upon book. But I mean, uh, on the Toyota, it ranges from eleven ninety-one to. Almost five thousand with Bubba. I think I think we almost have to try to beat uh, Chris Bell or Tyler Reddick. Do, do you think we can beat Reddick and Cindric? Uh yeah, <laughs> I do. I think that I think we probably have less of a chance to beat Reddick than we do to beat Cindric. Probably. What are the chances both of them buries us? We could we could get buried. It, it wouldn't shock me. Because see, could see with Cindric, I I would place it to where, like I said, if I win a little bit, I'm fine with it. But I'm not betting Reddick at one minus one fifty four. Right. So it would just be the other five drivers. Right. Yeah, you would try to beat them. I agree. Totally. Right. 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 And if you were gonna get on, if you were gonna get on Reddick as a threat. You probably just get on him uh, live if he was really good. And to be honest, there's a good chance that your stage two bet it could very well be Tyler Reddick. At, at you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So you have some, you have a little protection there, kinda. If he gets there, so. Here's my my problem. Who, who, who are the top four cars? We're going to be the fucking four units invested in the Kyle Busch to win the truck race. The top. Who are the top four Toyotas? No, just the cars. In the race. Yeah. Who do you think the top four are? Tyler Reddick, Kyle Busch, Ross Chastain, and somebody. Could be him. Could be somebody else. But I think Chastain, Bush, and Reddick are going to be very good.
Because I mean, two, four, six, eight. I mean, the, the other way we could go is tapping Kyle Busch to the six or seven drivers we think will win the race. Yeah. That, I mean, at, at much bigger prices, definitely. Not really. I mean, I think oh, the farthest. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the farthest I'd go down is a Dinger or a Suarez at 12. Actually, when I think about it like that, it's not worth it. I think we would have to stick with, with it's easier to beat all the Fords than it is to beat the winning cars if the numbers are going to be around the same. Right, right. I think I would not stay away. Because, like, you know, a Bowman could possibly, you know, or Blaney, you know, if something crazy happens or whatever. Um, you pretty confident that Ford wins? I mean, Chevy wins. I I think so, but would it shock me if Tyler Reddick or a Ford won? <clears throat> no. But Who would win if it's a Ford? I think it would be Cindric, Briscoe, or probably Ryan Blaney. Okay. Where, so where it's just how, Redick, right? How, yeah, yeah, definitely. How would you rank the Fords right now? One through five. Um, hold on. As far as win capability, yeah. Um, let me go back to the top four here. Cindric, uh, McDowell, Briscoe, Bling, Logano. Based on practice, you put McDowell there. Yeah, I think McDowell's a little sneaky. All right, so, I don't so know, for whatever reason, I'm just not on Busher. We're basically right there. I mean, the top four, the top three are out of the four is where is what we agree on. I think you know, I think you're right. McDowell, he could be sneaky. His practice was good, and he was phenomenal on road courses last year. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he isn't. I don't know what to make of Busher looking average. I'm not sure. Right. Um, points bets doesn't really have anything. So I think that we should do that. I think that we should pair Kyle Bush in the truck race to those top Fords. I don't know if I want to tie him to something else, though. And then be like four units in the fucking hole if it goes down. Well, what's your favorite tie-in, other third tie-in, so to say? Uh, what do you mean, like top Ford or top Toyota? No, no, no. If you, you want top Ford, Kyle Busch, what would be the third thing? What would be the third leg? Oh, 
Uh, I'd have to really think about that tonight. What was... Uh... I mean, is 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 Florida Atlantic really going to beat Kansas State? I don't know. I mean, Boynt Boynton's on them. He's on Kansas State, Stevie. Gav, I think, leans that way. They both love UConn to get it done tomorrow. Yeah, but but I mean, I think like Gonzaga has more of a chance to beat UConn, and although. Like Kansas State's only a one and a half point favorite, right? <laughs> right. FAU can't shoot the lights out like that again, though. In the second half, that was fucking crazy what they did. I mean, if Florida Atlantic made it to the Final Four, would that be bigger than Villanova? Yeah, in the Final Four. Oh yeah, that way bigger. That 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 would be like they were in a fucking awful conference last year or this year. I wh wh who FAU is what conference USA? I think. Shit, I don't know. They, those schools move around so much now. I mean, they play playing different conferences every other year now. Villanova is like a a, a powerhouse in the Big East. F that would be FAU. It would it wouldn't be quite as like St. Mary, Mary's last year or St. Peter's, I mean, but it would be big. It would be pretty big. That's crazy. Because like, all right, so we'll, we'll, hold on. Let me just go back. So um DB said, the way this is going, anyone can win. I, I, it's crazy that Alabama and Houston are out on the same night. Creighton can win the national title. Now, UConn can win. Texas could win. If Texas wins, are they winning right now? I think they were winning by a couple. Yeah, they're up six. Look at Princeton. They're down four at the break to Creighton. Ant, my my guy Ant will kill himself if he loses to Princeton. Hey, what was that uh, MMA parlay? I know it was Scheffler and Larson, but what was the MMA part of it that uh, Clint put in there? Was it worth anything, or was it like a wild shot? It was uh, a plus number. Oh, it it was a huge number. Um, yeah. it was Larson, Scotty. And I think it was a basketball play. I'll try. No, it was it was MMA. Oh, it was. Yeah. I'll check. So just to give you an idea, like if you go Kyle Busch, um, Austin Cindric top forward, and then a minus one thirty, I just put Kansas State in there. It puts Cindric at a thousand and eighty-eight. Oh, he's on Cheeto. He's on Cheat Marlon Vera to win the main event. Um, I think I think that's live, definitely. 
I, I, I bet Cheeto in round three, four, and five on the uh, spreadsheet. But then, you know, if you start with Blaney, it gets everybody at like 21. All the way down to 1,100 at Harvick is 4,400. So, I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. Uh, Simone says nobody likes to... Parker Kligerman in the truck series. What do you think about Kligerman? He was having some type of issue today, they said, in practice. Um, obviously, they didn't go back and fix it, but um, that was in the trucks. Yeah, I, I I just don't see any fucking way that Kyle Busch loses this, this truck race. I mean, you know, there's ways, but like, yeah. as long as his truck stays on the track, there's and, yeah. If he's if he right, if he stays clean, it's going to be really hard to beat him. Really hard. All right. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, but again, like we were probably saying the same thing last year when Zane Smith beat him. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we probably were. <laughs> Xfinity's been a little like I think we've been killing. We've been doing really well, but we have not won every uh, Xfinity and truck race this year. That that's where they've gotten us a couple times this year, but we can't complain. So Coop and I'll figure it out. Check the website. Get in the Sports Keg Discord. Um, we're probably going to link Kyle Busch to those top Fords, but just check the website and. Uh, Get in the Discord. There's a link on my Twitter account. In terms of what we are on right now, Coop is on Kyle Busch, top five at plus 160. We are both on Kyle Busch to win the race at eight to one. I took Reddick at nine to one. We both took Busher for a quarter unit at 50 and 40 to one. And Coop has a half unit on Briscoe at 22 to 1 to uh, win the race. And that's really the only. Oh, I, and I have the top 10s Sindrick, Suarez, uh, Busher. You could check the website. And uh, you know, I got I got that prop on Caesars for the winner of stage two at 475, but that number's gone. Oh, right. Winner, winner of stage two wins the race. Um, that Fred has Bush at 10 to 1 now? Fuck. Should have waited. Never know. But, but that's it, boys. Check the website. Get in the Discord. Check that. Anything else we add, that's where we will be. Regardless of what you're on, good luck this weekend. We'll be live all day tomorrow and all day Sunday trying to make money. We had a great weekend last weekend. We'll try to continue that this weekend. And uh, that's it. If you're going to crush, do it responsibly. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Later.